Welcome, studious audience, to episode 205 of the Nerd Stravaganza podcast, where we encourage you always to read between the lines for our intended meaning. I'm Dom. I'm Brian. And tonight we'll be discussing something that's been on Brian's mind lately, namely movies that seem to require or seem to assign mandatory homework in order for you to fully appreciate their genius. I think that's a fair way to sum it up, right, Brian? Genius might be (laughs) kind. Genius in the minds of their creators, perhaps, I'd say. But before we get to that, I will assign you, audience, a little homework. I will encourage you to check us out at iTunes and appreciate our genius with lots of stars and witty reviews. And with that done, let's see if we've done our homework. Brian, it is time to kick things off in our usual Nerd Travaganza style with the Weekly Geekly, Geekly Weekly Update. And what have you been up to, sir? Uh, Two interesting things to report this week. One... Uh, just kind of a, an antidote. This I haven't really done much about this, but uh, Lester of LAE Cosplay Photography and you know Lester and Cam, you know, uh, good friend of mine, went home to Nicaragua recently, and I was kind of joking with him, like, "Hey, like you know, you guys eat cow, right? You're out in the out in the uh, countryside." Uh, if anybody has like, you know, a, a leather working, they're not using drag it back. You know, <sighs> he brought me a cow. He, he brought me. <laughs> it's a, it's a very rural society. Like they, they butchered a cow and ate it. So he brought me like, it's funny. He brought me actually two one halves of cows. So he, wow. Altogether. He brought me a cow. Wow. Uh, folded it up and put it in his suitcase. And now I have a lot of leather to, to work with. <laughs> Are they uh, matching halves or? Uh, one's black, one's brown. He, okay. he wanted variety. So that's um, crazy. <laughs> it's, it's so much leather too. Like it, it's so weird how <laughs> <laughs> I guess I shouldn't have made a joke, you know, like, um, I know you've always wanted to amass like a leather armor collection. Do you like have enough cowhide to start that or is cowhide appropriate? This would probably do a nice uh, like jerk and some shoulder things. I, I don't think I could do the whole okay. uh, armor out of it, but uh, definitely I, I was thinking either pair of boots or like a corset um, to expand my uh, horizons, well, you know, so, something difficult now that I've kind of like mastered wallets, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't think you should give into beauty standards and squeeze yourself into a corset for the, for the record. Uh, <laughs> no chance. <laughs> the boots, maybe I, I, I like, like badass tall leather boots, but, yeah. uh, no, corset's not for me. <laughs> uh, secondly, and, and with much pain, actually the big, Star Wars Rebels showdown is tonight. Oh. Uh, it, it ended probably like a few minutes ago. So I'm kind of very excited to wrap this up and, and watch it. I'm, I'm super excited to see what they do with uh, Ashaka, Osoka, Osaka. I don't know how to pronounce her name. Ahsoka, Ahsoka. Ahsoka and uh, Annie and Sky Guy reuniting. Uh, uh, probably a really awesome uh conflict that goes on but yeah in the back of my mind i'm gonna hear sky guy and snips 
If they say, if Darth Vader in his uniform utters snips, I'm done with Star Wars. That, that, that would kind of be really powerful, though, wouldn't it? Like, that it breaks through his, like, evil persona and he recalls his innocent past and says, snips. Yeah. Yeah. Except I could never imagine him saying snips <laughs> in that costume. <laughs> it's hard to imagine, but like I, I'm really looking forward to the kind of emotion they get out of that. I, I mm. really hate Ahsoka, <laughs> so I'm kind of hoping she gets cut in half. But um, I they have done such a good job making Darth Vader like a human being instead of like a murder machine. Mm that uh, I really hope they continue it. You um, you hate her because of the whole Sky Guy snips dynamic in Clone Wars, right? I'll probably get, like, fucking boycotted for saying this or whatever, but talk about a Mary Sue. <laughs> of course she dual wields. Of course her lightsabers are unique. Of course she's Obi- uh, Anakin's Padawan. Of course, she can fucking hold her own against Darth Vader for more than a split second. I mean, he wipes out hundreds of soldiers at a time. But no, no, she's good enough to fight him. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, as I understand the definition of Mary Sue, which is injecting this character who hangs with an established cast. um, Yeah, I I, I would say you might have something there. I don't know if I necessarily buy it in the case of... um, Ray from episode seven, like she's no, that was people bitching, right? She's an original character in an original cast. She's a foundational character. Now, if like you know, Day the Padawan learner shows up and can like hang with Ray and the gang, then that's a that would be a Mary Sue character, right? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Okay, well, I hope that turns out well, and I am catching up on what's it called? (laughs) Rebels. Rebels. (laughs) Rebels having um, kind of half enjoyed Clone Wars, 60% enjoyment level on Clone Wars. So, um, so far Rebels is better. I I know I need to give it a chance, but I I fucking loved the Gindy Tartakovsky. Oh yeah. 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 Loved that. And I was so looking forward to like an actual official, you know, Star Wars cartoon. And like, I don't know. The first thing I saw was Sky Guy! And <laughs> that character was dead to me ever since. That Gendy stuff, uh, the Clone Wars, I think they did a movie and then they did a little miniseries, if I recall. I don't think he actually did the movie, did he? It was just 26 episodes after that movie or something. I'd have to look. At, well, I know that they it ended, it ended right as episode three began. Like, its closing scene was the opening scene from episode three. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it may have just been a miniseries now or, or a series, but... That, that was so killer, too. It was really good. So has that been totally, like, just disavowed at this point? Mm, I think it's, you know, second tier, whatever they're calling it, mm. uh, legends now. Other than some objectionable stuff, like the Force being kind of an arbitrarily powerful thing, like Yoda, like, rewinding an Imperial invasion, uh, or, or I should say a rebel invasion. No, Confederate invasion. Uh, the funny thing about that is I will never... The thing that I remember most about that was how badass Mace was. Oh, yeah. Like, actually just, like, grabbing a handful of wires and using it to pilot a ship while he was lightsaber battling with his other hand. (laughs) That Mace was so cool. I think it was Mace, it might have been Yoda, who just, like, 
an entire like army of battle droids just rushing towards him and he was just like like pushing them back pushing them back pushing them back like it was super cool and of course the scene of which i speak is like a bunch of a droid army lands and like the the the, the giant transport lands and he just packs them back up and sends it off right he shoves the droids back in and shoots it back (laughs) into space like yeah um the force powers were nuts but that the pacing everything in that cartoon was really cool and uh it did introduce what's her name um ventress right I think Anakin faced her during his trials, if I recall. Yeah, correctly. I think so. Yeah, and huh. and and so they alluded to him. I think already knowing Ventress when she appeared in Clone Wars. I think I, I may be misremembering that, but Ventress I think did get carried over as kind of Dooku's unofficial um, third unofficial. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The Sith, the rule of two. I, I guess you could expect that of the Sith, but the rule of two definitely seems uh, to be something open to interpretation. Hey, <laughs> there's the two, but then there's the Inquisitors, and it's a very secret little like, you know, group. Let's not even get into the comics with their whole assortment of like servants and, which are awesome, but still, I don't even mind that it's not rule of two. I just mind that it's like I have a secret Padawan. Oh, he's dead. I have another secret Pad. Oh, he's dead. I have another secret. <laughs> well, they're expendable, man. They're red shirts. Essentially, they're red shirts. Yes. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Anything else? Nope. Okay. I will put the spotlight on me for a second and discuss my week. It's also very brief. I have not been watching much on TV. I've been kind of busy doing lots of programming as I am a computer. I read you're not supposed to call yourself a programmer because it's demeaning or evokes like nerd in a basement weirdness. So, I've been developing a lot of software, let's just say. There you go. Yeah. And uh, that's that's always fun. That's And go figure, a person on the Nerd Travaganza podcast does software development for a living. But uh, I've had some interesting things come my way. Not really good fodder for discussion. I don't think the audience wants to hear about exactly how I implemented certain solutions. So I'll spare them. But uh, I did have some cool stuff happen this week. I went and saw Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice. And that was cool. I thought that was actually a pretty good movie. I think I was supposed to hate it because the internet, like, nerd rage machine was in full force. Well, Kevin Smith it. said it was a, a heartbreak, right? So you're supposed to fall in line. Oh, is he? Did he? Is he the one who declared it uh, to be a, a total disaster and a failure? Okay. I don't think that was his intent, but yeah, he said it lacked heart, and everybody was just like, ah, it sucks. Forget it. Okay. It's right. done. Okay. Yeah, once what I think there was already a lot of like hatred for it, and that probably was the nail in the coffin in a lot of people's minds. Um, honestly, I thought it was fine. It, it could have been better. It seemed like if they had just like taken a little more time to fine tune it, it would have been a really good movie. As it was, there was just it, it suffered from what I call Avengers syndrome, where you're trying to pack way too much into a single movie and you end up like not spending enough time in certain places um, because there was a pretty cool plot going on for Batman being like detective Batman. And there was a really cool plot with like conflicted this, you know, conflicted Superman trying to figure out where he fits in to humanity in the world. There was like a cameo plot. I don't know if that's an appropriate term uh, for wonder woman. Um, There was a lot going on that it could have been explored in more detail. And I think I mean, I almost wish they had done a Batman movie first uh, as a prequel to this, but all in all, 
I thought they, I thought they did pretty well. I, I, it had, I definitely see where there's criticism, but it wasn't this awful disaster, this total disservice to the, to the story, unless you're a comic purist and can't take them going in their own direction, um, which I know a lot of people are. So I'm probably pissing a lot of people off when I say that. But um, yeah, I don't know. It was, it was a, it was a fine movie. I keep that. That's my final assessment. Is it was fine, wasn't great, could have been great, but it was fine. And I would recommend you see it if you like, you know, superhero movies and Batman and Superman and Wonder Woman and other heroes who were shown ever so briefly. <laughs> They're in the Justice League. Um, Batman, by the way, oh, what was the big thing that Ben Affleck was going to be like really suck as Batman because people hate him for some reason? Yeah. I thought he did a great job. Like, I thought he was good. And I already liked the guy as Superman. And I liked the lady that played Wonder Woman. And uh, Flash and Cyborg and um, Aquaman all seem fine too. Although, huh. God, am I? This is spoilers. Eh. Okay, this is spoiler. Sorry, but um, I'm going to give one spoiler. There's a scene when you see Aquaman briefly, and I won't give any context. But it's a lot of like it seemed like a lot of like showing the handsome Jason Momoa in water with like flowing hair, just kind of like mugging for the camera. <laughs> Uh, which I'm sure was a hit with a lot of the people who are attracted to Jason Momoa. Um, but I got that. Have you ever been to a movie with a, a, a lady, Brian, where they, they, the camera lingers a little too long on an attractive woman and the girl kind of just gives a sigh. Like, Oh God. Yeah. I kind of, I kind of get that now. <laughs> like they totally are like <laughs> his appearance was him just like Zoolander style, like looking at the camera, like look how impossibly handsome and, and strong I am. It was the uh, Kevin Costner butt scene from Prince of Thieves. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. The camera is just like could not move away. Um, <laughs> but it was, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to the actual Justice League franchise to come. Um, I don't think DC's going anywhere. I think they made a lot of money. I think the attendance might drop off fairly quickly as the word gets out that it's not the best thing since sliced bread. But um, it was number one, right? Yeah, it was number one, but I think, like, again, the the haters online are saying, the numbers dropped off rapidly. Like, it's just seeing people cheer for this movie's demise or this movie's lack of long-term success. I I don't get it. Just don't go see it. Just don't go see it. Well, their superhero movies are much better than that, Tom. (laughs) What, the ones that they like, you mean? No, the ones they made. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, as as a... customer you have the right to be you know to to be discerning and to voice your opinion but i think i feel like this was something people hated since the first trailer like i the snarky comments like everybody being a smug critic like god i say this all the time but that comic book guy stereotype from the simpsons is just so yeah. damn true it, it really is a <laughs> worst movie ever like I, I'm not a huge Affleck fan. Like I wouldn't say like I like him, but I, I did not have a strong like he's gonna suck as Batman opinion. Like, yeah, I, I won't say that I go to a, see a movie because Ben Affleck's in it, but I don't really recall any movie that was ruined because Ben Affleck was in it. I mean, he may have been in movies I didn't like, but I don't think he was the deciding factor in me not liking them. Um, the guys, right. The guy knows what he's doing. He's a talented actor who gets paid tons of money. So people must like him for something. Um, and he really, I don't know. I 
Batman was the more interesting character, of course, which is kind of a given. Um, and this version of Batman, one of the chief complaints is he's too dark. He's like, he's lost his way. But he tells you himself, he's too dark and he's lost his way repeatedly throughout the movie. Like, yeah, that's the point of the movie, right? I mean, yes. And and people don't like the dark Superman. They don't like, uh, if you don't like the tone of these movies, that's a fair, that's fair. But these aren't for you. Like, that's the direction this guy, what's his name? Snyder or whatever. Not a clue. I think it's Zack Snyder or something. But that's the direction he's going. And if you don't like that, well, you know, these aren't for you. And I guess... I guess there I should let people have their um their their say, you know, they, if they're critical of the direction then that's it, but that it's consistent. Like I thought we were going to go a little more lighthearted after the Dark Knight. We haven't really gone a little more lighthearted after the Dark Knight. That that Superman movie when he was fighting Zod was kind of grim and this one kind of follows suit. And uh I'd like a little more lightness in the Justice League movies or a little more levity injected maybe by some of the other characters because Superman and Batman, you get the impression they're just world-weary and beat down right now. And that doesn't mean it's bad. That's just the way it is right now. I I do not regularly watch the CW, but that's pretty in tune with most of their television shows that people fucking love, isn't it? Like, they're not exactly comedies. Yeah, I mean... Uh, the one that I've watched with any frequency is Arrow. I've watched the first few seasons of that and it had its lighthearted moments, but I wouldn't call it campy fun. Like it was kind of like, man, kind of a bummer, like bad stuff happening. Hmm. Um, I haven't watched flash. Maybe that's like this, you know, fun romp that <laughs> I haven't uh, seen yet, but yeah, I don't, I, I guess people are looking for like, do they want like sixties camp? Like that Batman, like kind of comedy, which is, was fine for what it was, but I don't know if that would really work with audiences today. I think a lot of people, a, a lot of the newcomers or a lot of the moviegoers think, oh, comic book movie, instead of like, well, Marvel does this and DC does this and Dark Horse does this. And like, this is not an Avengers movie. Right, right. But people are, for whatever reason, people have latched onto the Marvel stuff and that's the standard. Like, you have to make a kind of lighthearted, campy uh, Avengers film. And all the characters, like you've got Tony Stark, you've got um, Captain America. You, They're all like, you've seen them. They're like wisecracking. They're having fun. That's just kind of the tone of those movies. And that's the way they've done it with Marvel. DC's just gone in a darker direction. And uh, I mean, I guess I'm just trying to defend it because it doesn't bother me. And it, it seems to bother a lot of people. They They want like them basically to be in step with Marvel with the lightheartedness and the uh, little bit lighter tone. And um, people really like like one-liners and stuff like, you know, one-liners and quips. Like they find that as it, there are very few of those in this movie. And th- th- when they hit, you're like, Oh man, you appreciate them a little more, I think. Cause like, okay, things got light for a second there. I- I've uh, I'll defend this again really liked Avengers. Avengers was one of the best superhero movies I've ever seen. That doesn't mean the second best sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I... And people people do that a lot lately. Like, if it's, it's either the best ever or total dog shit. I wish they'd never made it. Yeah, I, they were this way for... Um, do you remember Green Lantern? Did you see that? Yeah, that was shitty. <laughs> that, was, that was rough. It, I thought it was like... 
Eh, I mean, I didn't, I wouldn't walk away angry or anything, but people were like, uh, like furious at it. And I didn't really understand the fury there. I, I'm kind of just like a, I'm not, I'm wouldn't make a good critic. I t- most, as, as I mentioned before, most movies, I'm just like, oh, okay, well, it was a movie. I mean, I watched all I, the Transformers movies for fuck's sake. So yeah, that, that, yeah, you got to hand in a few points. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I just go too easy on things. Maybe this is the worst movie ever. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't think it deserves the level of criticism it's getting. I'm looking forward to you seeing it. I'd like to hear your feedback. And uh, week or two, <laughs> you gonna let the crowds die down? You let the crowds die down, and I really want to see uh, hardcore Hank or hardcore Harry or oh, that looks cool. Called. The first person movie, yeah, that looks really yeah. cool. I, I hope that's as cool as it looks. We should probably report back on that when we see it. I'm sure we will. Um, let's see. Apart from that, uh, I was a good boy this year, and so the Geekster Bunny came by on Easter, and the Geekster Bunny delivered me a basket full of goldfish, snack crackers, amiibos, and Disney Infinity characters. And I feel like my companion deserves some credit for that, so I will give it to her. Thank you, thank you, companion, for telling the Geekster thank Bunny. You, Geekster Bunny. <laughs> yes. Uh, that was a total surprise. I got a little emotional. Walked out into the living room. There's a basket of goodies waiting for me, hidden behind a pillow. Uh, and <laughs> all because I had mentioned in passing how much I used to love getting an Easter basket. So, you know, you got to keep her when she's in cahoots with the Ether. <laughs> is it Ether? The Ether Bunny. I like that one. <laughs> Ether Bunny is an old Air Force uh, tale. Have you? Did I ever tell you this? No. It was the thing that you heard, like, in tech school, when, you know, after you got out of basic training. Basically, they, people were like, watch out for the ether bunny. When you get there, like, what are you talking about? The idea, it was kind of actually a little bit on the homophobic side, actually. But the, the there was a notion, there was this urban legend of this guy that would go around the dorms in tech school in the Air Force with uh, ether on a rag that he got from his, like, you know, class. And he would, like, use it to knock people out and then have on... Uh, unconsenting relations with them. Yeah, so... Yeah, beware that guy. That doesn't sound good. Yeah, he was called the Ether Bunny, which is really awful now that I think about it. But yeah, so I can't say Easter Bunny without thinking of the Ether Bunny now, but the Geekster Bunny uh, paid me a visit, and thank you again, companion, for, for making that happen. And that's it. That's it for my update. Decent movie. Awesome. Geekster Day. And uh, let's see, with that out of the way, audience, you may have noticed that our news correspondent, Cam, is not with us this evening. He's uh, on assignment in uh, some exotic locale. He's going to bring loads of news for you next week. So with that being the case, we are going to skip the news extravaganza and transition into tonight's main topic, Hopefully I can do this justice, Brian. Um, something that's been weighing on your mind lately. And I think think this may have come from seeing 10 Cloverfield Lane, but maybe not. Um, is the fact that movies almost seem to be depending on you to go do homework. To go check out their uh, extra content online. Their extra content in video clips here and there, backstory and so on and so forth. Like you're supposed to fill in all these blanks that are not filled in for you during the duration of the film. Is that correct? Yeah, kind of. Um, My opinion of it is a little bit more insidious than that, but close enough. (laughs) Okay. So what kind of inspired this line of thinking? 
Uh, yes, Cloverfield uh, kind of crystallized my thinking on it. But even even back in December, when that uh, that art book, remember, for The Force Awakens came out, and the art book had so much more information about like some of the smaller points of the film. Yes, and um, to some degree, the the Star Wars comic books, like. I love how they're doing that. Like there is nothing you have to know, but if you want more, if you're a diehard fan, if you know, if you're willing to do that, you can extend the experience for, for weeks or months or however long you want to stay dedicated to it. And uh, actually Poe Dameron's comic book comes out. I'm pretty sure. Uh, well, it's not April yet, but this month. Oh, Cool. During April, so I'm, I'm super looking forward to finding out more about him and love a lot of the tie-ins, but especially with uh, with Cloverfield. So, some movies lately, like I don't know, you need that information, and I don't know if I like that. Uh, I, I don't think I do. I don't think I like. I, I don't know what else to call it. Having to do homework before I go to a movie. Like, yeah, I, hmm. I can think of an early offender or well, early relative to now. Do you remember how confused and unsatisfied a lot of people were um, with the matrix trilogy? Um, they were, they felt that they were sort of disjointed, didn't explain a lot, sort of summarily just like ended things, a lot of things. Oh, really... yeah. And there was like an anime like in between, right? Like, yeah, like one of the big criticisms from the Matrix, like, why didn't they just use cows to be batteries or, you know, whales or something like that? Um, one of the things you take away from the Animatrix, or at least that I took away from it, which was the uh, animated. There's a bunch of animation. Some was anime, all different styles, but they released it on DVD. I don't even know if it ever made a got a theatrical release, but it filled in a lot of the blanks, things that led to the machine war, etc. And the one of the big takeaways was the reason the machines didn't just plug cows in and exterminate humanity is their goal was never to exterminate humanity. They wanted symbiosis with their creators. That's the that's what they always wanted since the beginning. The hu- beginning, the humans were the aggressors. The humans could not accept these new people, which is what the machines really are at the end of the day, as equals as having a right to the planet and a right to exist. The there are I came away with it thinking there are certain and there certainly were factions who were less sympathetic to the humans, but the compromise was we'll enslave them and have a symbiotic relationship with them. The humans the machines depend on the humans, right? For power. They they've made it so they depend on the humans and the humans depend on them. Therefore they've solved this problem of the war. And they explain it in The Matrix, but you don't really understand what they're talking about until you watch the movie 15 times and kind of get a lot of the background from the Animatrix. Um, So I'm hesitant to say I don't like that because I enjoyed learning all that and appreciating that trilogy a lot more. But for the moviegoer, I think it does a little bit of a disservice to them because they're coming away with questions that are not answered and... There, this gets to your central point. Like, for this movie, this movie sucks unless you go do all the research and then it's awesome. You know that that's not really a good movie experience. 
That's a great example, I feel, because if you see those three movies and you don't see the Animatrix, you think the machines are assholes. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it is a different experience. And I, and I don't know if supplemental material should change what you get. They should supplement what you get, not just go off in a different direction entirely. And that kind of bothers me. And maybe it's just a J.J. Abrams thing. But I think more and more, well, I'll, I'll blame it on social media. They're, they're driving you towards their websites. They're driving you to spend more time on social media. They're yep. driving you to share more on multimedia and to talk about it. Can we can we not advertise like that? Can I, can I actually just sit down for two hours and blow off some steam? You can, but you'll be missing the whole story. Right? Yeah. You, you. didn't he make that one about the people? He it wasn't Abrams the one behind uh, the one people wouldn't shut up in the office about for like ten years. That series, um, Lost, was that him? Yes, I think so. Okay. By the way, I've never watched. I watched the first episode and like wrote it off immediately, which probably was unfair, but I got so damn sick of people talking about it. I never watched it. <laughs> I, I have a problem with that too. Like people, I don't know, like almost like zombified. They just are overtaken with lost did it. And Jesus Christ, that stupid meth movie or meth television series did it. Oh, uh, uh, breaking bad, breaking bad. Yeah. I never saw that either. I, 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 I don't know. It, it's almost like no matter how good it is, I don't want to be like them. So I just never give it a chance to like. <laughs> yeah, to a certain extent, when, th- when things get so popular that I have to, the people won't shut up about it and I have to hear about it all the time, I don't like it. And um, I hear that that show about the guy cooking the meth to pay for his cancer treatments or whatever was just amazing. But I'll never watch it now and I'll never watch Lost now. But uh, it's supposed to be brilliant. Just not for me. Well, yeah, it's supposed to be brilliant, but not knocking it. I've heard a lot of the gaps are filled in by fan theory online and so on. And um, so I, my, my broader or my actual point there was that I think Abrams likes. He likes leaving loose ends, which I, I like loose ends. I like things open to interpretation. I'm not a big fan of loose ends that are tied up if you look in the right places. Um. Yeah, maybe we're old fashioned because now the internet is this like Easter egg hunt for clues, right? And and answers. I so the original Cloverfield. I don't know. I I I kind of stumbled into it. I think one of my friends wanted to go see it, and I hadn't been paying attention, so I hadn't seen all of the the websites and the you know secret logins that get you exclusive <laughs> yes. access and all that kind of stuff. So I saw the movie and I was like, wow, that was really neat. I wonder what they said. Is, I don't even remember now. At the end of the movie, wasn't there something played backwards? Uh, there was the, it's still alive or something like that. Yeah. There, there was some like, oh, that, that's really ambiguous. I wonder, wonder, wonder what they meant. So I Googled it and I found this like whole world of extra information and viral marketing and all this kind of stuff that I really enjoyed because it, added to the film the latest cloverfield when you go to see the movie there's these three people and part of part of my experience was questioning like who to identify with 
that guy's mm, a, a simple laborer, but I mean, he he got violent enough to do this thing. Hmm, that's weird. This guy's kind of crazy, but eh, he was fucking right. I mean, the world hmm. ended. That's pretty bad. So mm, he gets bonus points. And she was needlessly suspicious to me. Like, I don't believe that she just like the world didn't end. What are you talking about? Like she saw evidence of it. There was like, like horribly mutated, like gnarly beasts running around and maybe something weird happened. And she's just like, nah, nah. She witnessed, she witnessed this. She witnessed this while she was in like captivity in this guy's like bunker. Or so the time that she almost escaped, like a human being, like like horribly like pox ridden and maniacal, like came to the bunker and let me in, let me in, and then just like like started bashing her head against the door, trying to like break down the door with her head, like clearly. Something terrible going on out there for this person to be so enraged. I mean, she she probably, you know, did brain damage smashing the impenetrable window. So pretty strong evidence. And still she that, still she wanted to escape. Yes. Mm, that's and look, I'm not defending Howard. Howard was creepy or whatever, but she, I, I just, I would have believed him even as creepy as he were a little bit more than she did. No, the world didn't end. I mean, cell phones don't work. The, the only two people you can communicate with tell you, like, look, I witnessed it with my own eyes, like city going poof. Like, I, I, I don't know. It is just, she had no reason not to believe him. He was a jerk. But sometimes jerks tell the truth. Hmm. So she had this sort of difficult to relate to desire to escape safety into danger. And do they explain this with online resources or, or outside the film explanations or anything? So there's a, a alternate reality game that you're supposed to play. And there's like a website that the website exists in their world. So if you put together the piece, like the, the, the puzzle pieces that were in the commercials, you can log into the website and read all of their secret emails and, and like things like that. And what I object to most about that is they had the characters have developed strong personalities aren't in the film. Oh. So that evidence, like who should I identify with just totally changes. Like if someone had done all that work and they went in and they said, well, I identify with this because I know this, I would have been like, how the hell did you get that? I didn't see any of that. What, what, what do you mean? They would have literally watching a different picture. They got it because of the, Oh, so I, as you said, it changes the entire meaning of the film. Uh, right. Yeah. Did the creators start off with this sort of contradictory... Uh, do they set off with this contradictory information or do they bolt it on? You know, I, I wonder. So this is a poor example, but everything about this movie was bolted on. <laughs> I don't think the original creators of the original movie had any of this, like 
website stuff planned or anything like that. So th- th- this, and I don't mean to pick on 10 Cloverfield Lane, but it- it's a great example of it's, it's marketing. Mm. And it's, and it's working because you and I are talking about it and everyone's going to hear about it. But I, I, I want something like 45 minutes of previews. <laughs> just, just, just let me watch the movie. So the 45 minutes of previews is your advertising, not in the movie. So they, they bolted on this additional. Okay. They use this homework mechanism this, you know, you got to see things outside the movie to understand the movie, to justify the ending that they altered from the original movie. Right. Which is, uh, this this big surprise at the end that wasn't in the movie as it originally was developed. I, I wouldn't even say to justify, but just to advertise. Like I'm, I'm I mean, again, the that that twist ending is such a non sequitur that it has nothing to do with their personalities or nothing to do with like the websites or anything like that. But, mm. and so wait, you're saying that the twist ending was bolted on because they could take clips from it that would make for awesome advertising in the in the trailers and so on i i have no idea the thing is they couldn't show the the anything from the the twist or they would have just totally given it away you know like mm. it's such a minor portion and it's so i can't well, say anything damn you can't show anything because i mean if you show you know, if you show Snoopy in the film, you're like, oh, Snoopy shows up at the end. Oh, I get it now. Like, Well, there's only... T- I mean, I haven't seen it, but I get kind of how the movie goes. Uh, I did read some spoilers because I don't care about spoilers, but... Whatever the spoilers are, something at the end happens that it, it just well, not got it. I mean, knowing that they were coming would, would set the tone of the movie for you, so... Okay. Because the movie... The movie sets up either she's a captive of a crazy guy and the world's fine even though she she continues to believe that after seeing evidence to the contrary, or the world's really fucked up and he has saved her and her she has to stay with him so as not to go into the world and be like killed, right? Like, and he is still an asshole. Don't get me wrong, right? He's he's not an awesome guy, but the fact he's, is, he's an asshole who's right about the end of the world. Okay, all right. So, is her? Is she, she just wants to get away from this asshole? Like, is he is enough of an asshole that you would go into like a I don't know whatever it is a nuclear wasteland to escape him? That any rational person would be like, you know, nuclear fallout's better than being with this guy. I would be very concerned until I saw the evidence she saw. Because in the very beginning, she's just like, hey, wasn't I just in a car accident? Why am I in a bunker? And he's like, oh, yeah, I dragged you here because the end of the world. <laughs> yeah. Like, I would be suspicious at that. But like when she makes her first run for it and she looks out. And she sees what she sees, and there's no telephony, there's no radio uh, radio frequencies. Like, obviously, something is wrong. And still, her she's determined to escape into this right hell. Okay, yeah. Um, mm. but if you go and look up the emails and all of the evidence of the personalities of these people online, do you feel she's more justified? Like, do you come away feeling she's more justified or less? It it is so hard for me to say yes or no on that because, 
again, like, I don't think they have anything to do with the actual movie we're watching. Like, they are constructs, like, armored on <laughs> to to this new movie. So not really, but they answer, like, a ton of questions. Like, there's a lot of big secrets in the movie. And you're just like, I, how could that, that doesn't. That does not fit. This must be. And no, that's not because you should have known that this happened, but it, it wasn't in the movie. So how could you have known? Like, So again, we're right back to the central problem. Like, be, If you're telling people in the trailer, make sure you check out 10cloverfieldlane.com for half the movie and then go see the other half in the theater. That's one thing. But people are showing up to a movie expecting to see the full shebang. And so, I mean if you're not telling the whole story or if people are getting the wrong impression, then you, you're not delivering a full product, are you? I mean, is it the movie supposed to be the final word on the movie? And, and I'll, I'll get away from Cloverfield for now because I really do feel like I'm picking on them. Ask yourself that question about the star Wars art book. Oh yeah. The art book is where they imply that like, um, well, okay, this isn't a spoiler. Read the damn art book. Where they imply that when that Anakin, like, he fractured when he joined the Force. So there's a light incarnation and a dark incarnation, right? There's all kinds of things. Like, it discusses, I, I don't remember her name, Estelle Getty with the big eyes. Yeah. It, it discusses her a lot more. Like, she just shows up and she's like some weird alien in the movie. <laughs> yeah, they don't really get into her, her character at all. And, and then the Jedi, like... Academy that Luke mastered. There's all kinds of information about it. And there's information about like the actual Senate and what happened. And you and I discussed this like, oh, the Senate was destroyed. Yeah. So they didn't do anything. They were in the fucking movie. Well, yeah, but really they were this and blah, blah, blah. And, and like, there's so much information there that because I happen to like Star Wars, I had read and wow. I want to read. But I don't know if that makes it good for a moviegoer. I mean, that makes it good for, like, a uber geek, but... Yeah, I mean, I came away wondering, like, the Senate was destroyed. Wait, so the Galactic Senate's no more? What does that even mean? Like, it, like had the First Order changed the balance of power in the galaxy by destroying the Senate? Did they destroy Coruscant? I'm not... I'm confused. Where's the Senate? I thought there was no more Senate. But the Senate's back. I guess it was reconstituted after the fall of the Empire, but but not on Coruscant. Like I'm there. The, yeah. There there's, there's a lot that I don't know. It, it's one thing to say, we'll wait for the next movie. Well, you know, you're not supposed to know that yet. Worry about the, the plot. Like, okay. all right, all right, I'll do that. But then don't tell me all kinds of extra shit in the book. And, and especially with this book, it wasn't available before. I mean, it, it literally released the same day as the, uh, the movie, didn't it? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And so I you was... couldn't possibly have seen it. I was seeing things about it online after I'd seen the movie, I think. And 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 to to talk about something specific, is that where I read about the Anakin theory of him splitting possibly? I I, I think that was from the art book. I think so, yeah. Okay. Um Yeah, like you wouldn't have known that, but Kylo Ren like wants his grandfather to reveal the darkness to him again. Well, wait a minute. We saw Hayden Christensen smiling and goofing around with Yoda and Obi-Wan as a blue force ghost so why would he be showing anybody darkness just imagine how you would have felt if you went 
after what was it 33 years and saw the sequel to return of the Jedi. And wow, that was an amazing movie. I loved it. God, I can't wait to find out who the snow guy is. And your friends like, Oh, I know who Snoke is. It's in the book. You didn't read it. Please tell me there's not something that egregious in the, in the and book. this is an example. Okay. Yeah. I would feel shitty <laughs> to answer your question. I, God, we're like, I kind of want the, what that what i've read online about the book to be true like i love i love the idea of like a like vader's like split down the middle between light and darkness and his his function as a balancer of the force continuing into the afterlife now we're getting into a star wars discussion i can't go too far down this road but (laughs) uh yeah I, i at the same time that's it's not fair that somebody's everybody's paying to go see the same movie, but the person that doesn't also get the companion book to really explain things. <laughs> doesn't get the whole story. I, I don't, I, I like it. I, right. It's marketing. They're selling products. Like they're, they're, they're trying to sell books and all this other stuff, but it's, if I'm just, if I'm just somebody into movies, like the core product of star Wars, the core product of 10 Cloverfield lane, the core product of the matrix was the movies. That's what they were at their origin. And, uh, well, I, I think really the gist of this episode, you raise a point, a valid point. I don't think that, uh, I should have required homework (laughs) in order to get full credit. I'm, I'm a conspiracy nut when it comes to this kind of stuff. This is just social engineering. Like, I just want to watch a movie. I don't want to have to crack a puzzle to log into a secret website (laughs) to find out. If if the hero of the film's really the hero of the film, well, okay. One one last thing to consider: uh, is this a generational thing? Are we just we did not grow up with the internet? We have been with the internet since it became commercially available, so it kind of grew up with us. But for people who are used to going online for everything, for the kids relative to us who use YouTube rather than television, is this reasonable? Like. Well, I'm going to go online and find out the rest. Of course there's more online. Why wouldn't there be? Like, are are we just old-fashioned in that we want movies to be this atomic, concise unit? I I actually, if any younger people, and that's not hard to believe whatsoever, are listening, I'd really like to hear from them about that. Because, I, I mean, I don't have any frame of reference for that. Maybe. Yep. And that settles it. We need to get uh, young Skippy, the show mascot. <laughs> to be on we need a robin on the show brian we need like a which could be like a 30 year old actually and still be fine yeah <laughs> but uh we need like a robin on the show who can uh be the bright-eyed optimist to our curmudgeonly like curmudgeonly selves i don't i don't think that's a correct use of that adjective you get my point i uh i don't know i i don't know it is not how i use the internet but you you are totally correct it, it may be how the majority uses the internet yeah the internet is a is a obvious companion to movies and uh yeah it's sort of like a patch for movies <laughs> isn't it if you think about it that drives me nuts that's not a good analogy to bring up to me. <laughs> you don't like patches to begin with but it kind of is and uh man we're just uh we're, we're pre-internet so maybe maybe we are the ones who are wrong brian what do we know we're not making billions making movies right oh gotta settle for our millions from a podcasting yeah speaking of which um Boy, do I owe a lot of taxes after all this cash you've been raking in. <laughs> we're not rich. We're not rich, folks. Just don't believe anything we said. But we'd like to be. So by all means, 
continue to like us and uh, definitely send your friends our way. And I think I'm getting into our own marketing spiel, Brian. So with that, you think we should probably bring this to a conclusion and say our piece and be on our way? Yeah, but seriously, this week especially, like, comment on the Facebook group and, and let me know if, if that's just what you want from the internet because that's a great question, Tom. That that might just be a generational thing. Maybe I'm more out of touch than I realize. Yeah, yeah, we'd like we'd like to know. We'd like to know if you disagree with our uh, general dislike of this method of story augmentation. So yes, please do follow up. And with that said, speaking of following up, you can follow up every week with the Nerd Travaganza by checking us out on iTunes. And if you don't like iTunes and prefer to stream our show, we are available on Stitcher. Like us on Facebook, join us on Twitter and Instagram, add us to your Google circles if anyone's left on that service, and join the Nerd Travaganza HQ group on Facebook. And if you're of the YouTube generation, don't forget to check out our YouTube channel where we have not only these video recordings, but that's not an old fashioned video recordings, uh, but a lot of awesome content by our special features uh, department headed up by Chris. He's been doing a lot of awesome interviews, a lot of content. So we are fleshing that out and hope you check it out and enjoy it. And uh, look in the very near future for the new and improved nerdstravaganza.com where all of our content will be curated and presented for your enjoyment. And of course, as Brian mentioned, drop us a line. We want your feedback and your questions at nerdstravaganza at gmail.com if you don't want to check us out on social media. And with that said, Brian, I will give you the final word of farewell. Yeah, check Facebook for it. I'm not doing it here. <laughs> Brilliant. All right. Yeah, check us out. Uh, check out online to get the rest of the episode. And with that, folks, good night. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. May the force be with you. We drop subtle hints throughout, like A's and B's and things throughout <laughs> the uh, episode for you to find the, the the secret hashtag for for the closing. <laughs> yes. So look for it online. Goodbye. <laughs>